Hello and welcome. Thank you for listening. My name is Sarah Baumert. I am a yoga teacher, Feldenkrais practitioner, and host of the Sarah B. Yoga podcast. The Sarah B. Yoga podcast and my practice, Body Matter, is an interdisciplinary learning space where we explore the many ways that movement can help facilitate body acceptance and awareness, reduce pain and stress, regulate the nervous system, and build strength and ease. My teaching plays with the synthesis of Feldenkrais Awareness Through Movement lessons, traditional yoga asana, creative imagery, breathing exercises, self-massage, and a compassionate mindset to help you feel a greater sense of ease and comfort in yourself. Serebi Yoga and Body Matter have a lot of other program offerings. These podcasts are just a taste of my teaching. Each week, I teach a range of online classes, including a gentle yoga class, a level two class for more advanced students, and Feldenkrais classes with monthly themes, anatomy lessons, and Q&A sessions for more in-depth study. I have two new courses starting at the end of February. One is my continued Monday night blending of yoga and Feldenkrais class. This series will have a focus on the pelvic floor, the psoas, and the abdominal complex. Each class will use pelvic floor mapping as an entry point for a well-rounded practice. The second course is the secret language of the arms, where we will explore Feldenkrais lessons that offer the hidden potential within the upper body. You might imagine this scenario. You go to just grab your phone and check on something, and before you know it, that kind of gripping action of your hands of holding the phone starts to create a tension that travels up your arms to your neck, to your jaw, to your chest. You might even realize that you've been holding your breath, and you're somewhat lost in this digital world as your body braces. And for what, really? We've all been there uncomfortable with the tension that comes from our technology, where the strain travels from our fingertips up through our arms, into our shoulders, our chest, even to our foreheads. And none of us are immune to these kinds of modern day scenarios. So in this series, The Secret Language of the Arms, each lesson will include two components. We'll move from microcosm to macrocosm and connect the dots along the way. So you can think microcosm, an exploration of the articulation and functional coordination of the smaller joints, like the fingers, the wrists, the elbows. And then we'll expand outwards, discovering how your arms integrate with the whole self, feeling the way your spine, your ribs, even your legs and your feet, how they contribute to the harmony of the movement of your arms. No Feldenkrais lesson is complete without an integration of the whole self. While there will be this focus on the upper extremities, these will be whole body lessons. You can find a link for these two new spring courses that start at the very end of February, beginning of March. Find all of that in the show notes or just visit body-matter.com. I hope to see some of you there. Okay, on to today's episode. Hello. Welcome to the Sarah B. Yoga Podcast. This podcast is an intersection of my yoga teaching and my training in the Feldenkrais Method. The classes you will find here are filled with sensory-rich movement experiences, exploring nervous system health, 
and how we can find a greater sense of ease and comfort in our bodies. Today's class is a mini Feldenkrais Awareness Through Movement lesson that you will do sitting in a chair. No other props will be needed, so please take a moment to find a stable chair with a firm and flat sitting surface. If you don't have something that matches that description, find something that is close to that. It can have some padding, and if you need a pillow or some kind of padding, you can also have that nearby. Many of us are spending a much longer time in front of screens, and this creates more load and restriction around our shoulders. It leads to unease and tension in the shoulders and the neck. And so we will use our own hands and a soft attention as a way to help relax these commonly tense areas. All right, so let's get started. Find a chair or stool with a flat surface and come to the front of the chair so that you are sitting upright. Now, if you need to, you can bring your back to the chair as long as you can be upright. And first, bring attention to your feet, making sure that the soles of the feet meet the floor. And notice how do they rest on the floor. Take a moment to connect to your pelvis and how it is on the chair. Can you sense your sitting bones? What is the connection of your pelvis to your upper body? Do you feel upright? Are there any specific areas that you have to work to keep yourself upright? Now feel your shoulders and how your arms rest alongside the body. See if you can let your arms hang so your hands are not resting on your legs. If your chair allows for that, let your arms just hang down. Otherwise you can gently place your hands on your legs. Do you sense the right side different from the left? Is one shoulder higher or lower than the other? Could you measure the distance from the bottom of your right ear to the top of your right shoulder? And then measure, just in your sensation, the distance from the bottom of your left ear to the top of your left shoulder. Noticing if you can sense any differences between the two sides. And bring attention to the neck, this very sensitive area that connects the head to the rest of the body. Do you sense the weight of the head? Where do you carry the weight of your head? 
Do you carry it in your shoulders, in your neck? More to one side, more forward or back, or somewhere else in the body. And now please turn your head to the right and to the left slowly. Avoid any kind of straining. You're just looking one direction and the other. And the movement itself is an invitation to feel. Is one side easier than the other? So we are looking for differences, not to judge, but to see if we can be sensitive and notice. So for you, decide, do you turn your head more easily to the right? Or do you turn your head more easily to the left? Which side of your neck needs more relief? And so you can feel if your head stops earlier in one direction. So if your head stops earlier on its way to the right, please take your left hand and put it on your right shoulder where the, the top of the shoulder area meets your neck where you feel the tissue there. And if you want to do the other side, if your head stops earlier on its way to the left, then you'll reverse my directions and your right hand will be on your left shoulder. So I will continue with the first side that I explained with the left hand on the right shoulder and the left elbow can rest on your chest. And very gently begin to explore this commonly tense area with your fingertips, with the pads of your fingers, very gently. Being patient to feel what your fingers find. And try not to follow any urge to squeeze really hard or force out any tension or maybe you feel a little knot in that area. Try not to follow any urge to, to dig into that. It's more like your hand is asking questions. Your hand is curious. It's not criticizing or manipulating the tissues. The hand is just exploring. And so you start at the shoulder and then you can start to feel for the bone that is the scapula or the shoulder blade. And sensing the, the texture of the tissue between your shoulder blade and your spine. Notice how you're breathing as you do this. And then with your hand, look for your vertebrae. And you can start to walk the hand up the vertebrae towards your neck and all the way to the base of your skull. Okay, and then let that go. Let your left arm come down, slide down the chest until it can rest in your lap. Breathing easily. 
And notice if you recognize any changes in the side you explored compared to the other. And again, the same side that you've been working with. So I will direct the same side. The left hand comes to the right shoulder. And gripping this tissue in this area where the shoulder meets the neck and the neck meets the shoulder. So taking a hold of it between your fingers and your palm. See, so your thumb is with the other four fingers. And the idea is that as your hand gives a little grip onto these muscles, it starts to free the muscle from its own work. You're holding this muscle, but not adding any pain, not gripping too tight. So once you've found this place to lightly grip, as you do that, just see if you can let go of any work in both shoulders. And the arm that's free, the hand that's free, let that arm hang. And keeping the grip of your shoulder, lift your right shoulder a tiny bit. And again, reverse my directions if you're using the other side. Lift the shoulder a little bit and lower it, but continue to have a, a light grip. Lift and lower the right shoulder. And each time you lower the shoulder, let it sink a little deeper. See if you can sense that its weight follows gravity. And the next time you lift your shoulder, twist the hanging arm so that the back of your hand turns towards your body. And then when the shoulder lowers, the arm returns to its neutral position. So you might first just feel what that neutral position is as your arm hangs. And then as you lift the shoulder, rotate the arm so that the back of your hand turns towards your body. And as you lower the arm, the arm derotates to its neutral position. Doing this a few times slowly, noticing how does this movement affect your breathing? And can you adjust the movement so that your breath can move and flow in a light and easy way? Now continue to lift and lower the right shoulder, the hanging arm, but turn it in the other direction so that as you lift the shoulder, the palm turns outward. It might face forward and even away from you. So is this different? Is there a different quality that you feel as you rotate the arm in the other direction. And as you're doing that, could you actually reduce the range of the movement so that the movement becomes smaller and more of a symbolic gesture rather than an exercise of seeing how far you can go? Good, and then just let that go. Let the 
hand come down and the hand that was holding the shoulder can rest in your lap. And as you rest, observe how the air moves into the body, feeling the space of your ribs, if there's any difference in your shoulders and how your chest receives your breath. Did the shoulder you worked on learn to give up any tension? Is it now responding to gravity a bit differently? And once again, using the same side, bring your hand to grip the shoulder and neck area that you're working with. And once again, as you hold the tissue, start to lift the shoulder while turning the arm in whatever direction you desire. And then you lower the shoulder and you bring the arm back to its neutral hanging. And this time, continue lifting and lowering the shoulder with the rotation of the arm. This time, start to include your head. As your shoulder lifts, see if you can lower your head towards the shoulder. So the shoulder comes up and the head moves to meet the shoulder in the direction of the shoulder. And as the shoulder lowers, the head can come back to the middle. Experiment with different directions. So as your shoulder lifts, sometimes it may be that your chin moves more towards the shoulder or your cheek or your ear or your nose. Just always doing just what's easy. So it's not necessary to make the movement big. Being curious about this relationship, bringing the shoulder upward and taking the head towards the shoulder. It's not about touching, just moving in that direction. Staying in a comfortable range in the neck, the head, and the shoulder. So it's almost as if the these areas are dancing around the hand that is still gripping the shoulder looking for a more liquid-like quality, letting go of any tension where you can detect it. Good. Let that rest. Take your arm down again. You can rest it in your lap and notice again, are there any differences in the two shoulders or the two sides of your neck? Is the breathing easier on one side of the chest? And one more time, come back to that same position. The same hand holds the shoulder. And gently lift the shoulder and move the head towards the shoulder. And this time, see if you can make a connection between your head and your shoulder in any way. And your hand is likely in the way, but you'll maintain this sense of connection that your shoulder and your head, maybe it's your ear or your cheek, 
are connected. They're, they're moving towards one another and staying in that position. So keep them connected. And as they're connected, begin to move your upper body in any way that's comfortable. So feeling how you can move your upper body, the ribs, the torso, and doing this while your head and your shoulder are staying as a single fixed entity. And just begin to see what kind of movement is possible. Notice if your eyes are open or closed, you might change whichever it is for you. You can try folding forward or moving backwards. You may want to find some circles. So whatever you do, whatever you're exploring, try not to lose the contact with your head and your shoulder. Not straining, keeping the breath in your attention. And really trying to enjoy whatever movement you're choosing to do. And now come back to the middle and let the hand release from that grip and bring the arm down. Come back to the resting position. Close your eyes. And bring attention to your shoulders. How does each shoulder surrender to gravity? Maybe the shoulder that you didn't work with is calling out for the same kind of ease. Measure the distance from the bottom of your right ear to the top of your right shoulder and compare that with your left side, the bottom of your left ear to the top of your left shoulder. Feeling the sense of length of the right and the left side of your neck. And it's not just about the length, but maybe you feel one shoulder or one side of the neck, even one side of the face has a different mood. Who are you in the right shoulder compared to the left? What kind of attitudes come to mind? What kind of person are you in the right shoulder and in the left shoulder? So it can be possible that you feel a different attitude in one shoulder than the other. This is a rare moment where one side reveals how you may feel when you're pushing and trying to master the challenges of life, and the other side gives you a glimpse of how it could be. And gently begin to turn your head right and left as you did in the beginning. Just noticing if there are differences here. Is turning easier to one side? How is the head connected to the spine? 
Or does your neck feel more in harmony with one shoulder? And so you may want to repeat this self-treatment on the other side. You can just begin the class again and just switch the hands. Taking a moment to appreciate the feeling and to remember that the change that we feel here occurs mostly through your increased awareness of what you are doing. It's less about the movement itself and more about the awareness of it, allowing for this gentleness in moving. So if you choose to do the other side, you may want to stand up, take a moment to walk and feel what it's like to be standing and walking, noticing the two sides of the body, how one arm hangs and surrenders to gravity, how one shoulder feels. I hope you enjoyed this class and that it gave you just a little moment to relax any tension from the shoulders or the neck. If you enjoyed this class or if you are curious about this class, you can find more Feldenkrais audio and self-paced courses, including an eight-week series called Freeing the Neck and Shoulders. You can find those on my website. In that series, we explore deeper into these chronically tense areas. Also, please consider sharing, rating, or leaving a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is a simple thing you can do to help the podcast circulate more widely. And if you're called to make a donation to help with the time and resources it takes to keep these podcasts coming, you can find the donation links and website links in the show notes. Thank you so much. Are you enjoying this podcast? I've chosen to offer these audio recordings freely for over 15 years. I do this because research shows yoga, yoga nidra, and Feldenkrais to be valuable practices, those which I would like to share widely. Dana, the Buddhist practice of generosity, has always been a pillar of my business. And more generally, Dana is the inclination to give to give without expecting any form of repayment. It does, however, take a fair amount of time, effort, and cost to maintain and keep the podcasts available. If you feel you've benefited from what you've learned from these classes, then please do consider making a contribution towards the maintenance and upkeep of the classes. It will help ensure that I can continue to offer the podcast classes freely and keep generating new material. Give what you can, give what feels good. If it's too little, it won't feel good. If it's too much, it won't feel good. 
Links to support the show monetarily can be found in the show notes. And other ways to give include sharing the podcast with others, leaving a five-star rating and review, or just sending me an email with how the classes have affected you. Thanks so much.